Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. What's up? This is DBE, and I'm your host, Stevie G. I hope everyone is doing well this week. If you're a fan of the show, welcome to another episode. And if you're a new listener, welcome to the classroom because Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast designed for students of travel. Go check out DBE on social media. The podcast is on Facebook and Instagram. And be sure to visit dbetravel.com to view the entire library of episodes, along with some fun blogs and a link to support the show through Patreon. My guest this week is Lydia from the Lost with Lydia blog. Lydia is, of course, somebody who loves to travel. And today we're reviewing a blog she wrote about Little Rock, Arkansas. Her website, lostwithlydia.com, has so many great posts about destinations and travel tips, so be sure to check it out. And also, don't forget to scroll down to the show notes where Lydia's post about Little Rock is available. I hope you enjoy our talk about things to do in Little Rock. Here's my interview with Lydia. Lydia, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Thank you so much for joining the show. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. Awesome. And, you know, today we're talking about the capital of Arkansas, Little Rock. And for anyone listening who might not be familiar with Little Rock, can you tell us where Little Rock is on the map and talk about how to get there and, you know, just give a general overview of the town? Yeah. So, um, like you said, Little Rock is the capital of Arkansas. Arkansas is one of the southern states in the United States. Little Rock is right about the center of the state. If you're traveling there, you can fly into the Little Rock Airport, or if you're driving, it's only two hours from Memphis, and it's about five hours from Dallas. It's a pretty small city as far as capital cities go, so the entire metro area has a population of about 500,000. Cool. So, you know, different times of the year might have different advantages or disadvantages, but when do you think is the best time of year to visit Little Rock if you're going to check out the city? So I visited in the fall and I thought that was a really great time because the fall foliage was beautiful. Um, the weather was not too cold, not too hot. Uh, spring is also a good time to visit. There's typically festivals going on. There's an Arkansas Italian food and wine festival in the spring. So that's a great time. Um, typically you'd probably want to avoid the summer cause it can get really hot and humid. And then the winter is a little bit cold. So I think fall or spring is the best time. When it comes to accommodations, it looks like there's some really great options for visitors. There's, you know, hotels in the middle of downtown, there's riverfront hotels, and there's places to stay a little bit outside of the downtown area as well. Can you talk about some of the hotel options? And after that, tell me a little bit about the historic and iconic Capitol Hotel. Yeah, so I would recommend staying downtown in Little Rock. It's small enough so that if you're in the downtown, you can walk around to different restaurants and things. So downtown's a great area to stay. There's several hotel options, but the most iconic hotel is the Capitol Hotel. The hotel actually first opened in 1873. So it's historic, but it's also been renovated several times and now it's very luxurious. They have a grand lobby. They nicknamed themselves the front porch of Little Rock just because it's supposed to be like a gathering place that's very welcoming to everyone they also have fine dining restaurants so um if you're looking for something a bit more luxurious and centrally located centrally located the capitol hotel is a great option um but really any of the hotels downtown are great 
Now let's talk about a few specific sites around mm-hmm. Little Rock. And I want to start with Little Rock Central High School, which is still in operation today. Can you give us a quick history lesson about what took place in 1957 and tell us about the museum next to the school where guided tours are offered? Yeah, so the a little bit going back, um, the Supreme Court ruled in the Brown versus Board of Education case in 1954 that school segregation was illegal. And that was really first tested at the Little Rock Central High School when the Little Rock Nine nine black students were enrolled at the high school, which was all white. So they um, showed up at the school and the governor of Arkansas at the time essentially deployed the Arkansas National Guard to block them from coming in. They were also met by angry mobs. So after a few weeks of this, President Eisenhower um, federalized the Arkansas National Guard and then they then escorted the nine students into the school every day throughout the school year. So these nine students were really brave. They were often met with verbal abuse. This was also um, widely covered in the news at the time, which was kind of a newer thing in the 50s, that the entire nation was like watching this go down, um, seeing these students be met with like lots of hate, but still going to school every day. Um, So essentially this went on for a year and then after the summer happened and school was out for the summer, um, the governor of Arkansas actually closed all of the public schools in Little Rock for the next year. And it was known as the last year because he was trying to delay the integration for the future. Um, So it was a really important historical site, um, really important site in the civil rights movement. Uh, The high school is still in operation today. So there's actually a museum run by the National Park Service, like right almost across the street from the high school. The museum is free to enter. There's a park ranger there, and you can read all about everything that happened, watch videos and things like that. They also offer typically like one guided tour a day where they just walk you around the grounds and can tell you more about it. Um, You can't go in the school because it is still an active school, but it's really worth like visiting the museum to learn more about it. And if you have kids with you on your trip to Little Rock, you might want to make a stop at the Museum of Discovery, which is Little Rock's science museum. Talk about the Museum of Discovery and the exhibits you might find there. Yeah, so the Museum of Discovery is fun for kids because it's super hands-on. They have a Tesla coil demonstration where you can see like electricity uh, demonstration. They also have a tornado alley theater, so you can kind of like feel and see like a house shaking because of a tornado. It's kind of fun. And then they have a tinker area where you kind of play with all of these um, electronics and things like that. So it's very hands-on and good for kids. Cool. Little Rock has some unique mm-hmm. districts and neighborhoods to explore, like the Soma District, the Argenta Arts District, and the Heights. Talk about these areas and some of the, the cool things you can find if you explore them. Yeah. Um, so the Soma area, I believe that's oh, South Main Street is what it refers to. And it's a really cute area with a ton of shops and restaurants. There's the S.A. Purse Museum there. There's ice cream shops, restaurants. Um, and it's pretty it's only like a couple blocks. So it's very walkable and it's located just south of downtown. So that's one of my favorite neighborhoods. Um, then the Argenta Arts District is more an area of North Little Rock, and it has like um, 
theaters and art galleries. They have a nice Italian restaurant there. Um, and that's a really good spot for nightlife. So they have like a comedy club, an Irish pub, wine bar, things like that. And then finally, the Heights neighborhood is built like up on a bluff of the Arkansas River. And it's a bit more like a few minutes outside of downtown, probably like at least a 15 minute drive. But there's once again, several like great restaurants there, several shops, a good place to walk around, grab coffee and do some shopping. Lydia, I want to ask you about the Little Rock food scene. And let's start with the Little Rock River Market, which is located downtown and has lots of choices when it comes to food vendors. What is a visit to the Little Rock River Market like? Yeah, so as the name suggests, it's located right on the river. It's just a huge hall area. And there's a really good variety of international food options there. So they have barbecue, they have Indian food, Chinese, Japanese pizza, all sorts of things. Um, I really liked the Middle Eastern restaurant there and I had a falafel gyro, which was great. Um, so it's a good spot just to like try some different things and, you know, kind of interact with the community. It's a nice spot. It's typically just open for lunch. So keep that in mind. And how about outside of the market? What are some of your favorite restaurants around Little Rock? So one of my favorites is the Root Cafe, which is in the Soma neighborhood. They source as many local ingredients as they can, um, especially trying to source ingredients from local farms in Arkansas. It's really colorful. They have like a big mural with all these vegetables on it outside, which is really cute and fun. They kind of have eclectic furniture. So it's really cute spot. I'm a vegetarian and so they don't just have vegetarian food, but they have a lot of great vegetarian options, including they have like these this fried tofu dish where I thought the tofu tasted like fish sticks. So that was really cool. So that was one of my favorites. Another one also in the Soma neighborhood is Community Bakery. This bakery has actually been open since 1947. They serve fresh bread, pastries, sandwiches, and all sorts of like cakes and seasonal offerings um, throughout the year. So that's a great spot. For a nicer dinner, Capio is an Italian restaurant in the Argenta neighborhood. it's kind of like old world Italian. They have all these exposed brick walls on the inside, archways and dim lighting, and they have um, handmade pasta and great wine selection and things like that. Um, one more I'll say, if you like ice cream, Loblolly Creamery in Little Rock is a really great spot to visit. Once again, it's in the Soma neighborhood. They have really unique ice cream flavors. So one they actually have is hot Cheetos flavor. If you're feeling adventurous, you can do like a flight of ice cream. You can also, they also have like a huge hot chocolate selection and giant marshmallows you can um, pair with the hot chocolate. So that's a really delicious local ice cream spot if you like ice cream. So we've talked about all this great food in Little Rock, but I love that your blog talks about two of my favorite beverages coffee and beer so what are let's start with coffee what are a few of your favorite coffee shops that you'd recommend visitors check out in little rock so my favorite coffee shop in little rock was nexus coffee it's located downtown and it's just a huge spacious area it's a really good place to work because there's tons of laptop space um, tons of tables they also have fresh pastries by Nona Bakes. It's a bakery that seems to like operate inside of the coffee shop. So they have cinnamon rolls and cookies and things like that. They also host community events and even serve like alcohol. 
So it's a really great, it's a really good gathering spot for Little Rock. Another one I liked is Fidel & Co. Um, they have a really colorful mural outside. They also have some great food options. They have a lot of breakfast items like ricotta uh, ricotta toast and things like that. So both of those are great for coffee. And then two great breweries listeners might want to have on their radar when they visit Little Rock are Lost 40 Brewing and Diamond Bear. Talk about the vibes and the beer you'll find at these two breweries. Yeah, so I think Lost 40 is the most popular brewery in Little Rock. It has a really huge area. They have indoor and outdoor seating. Um, they have, they're a microbrewery and they have some that are like small batch brews that are like temporary uh, things to try, but then they also have year-round favorites. They also make hard seltzers, which are, were really good. They have great food as well. And I'd say the vibe there is very family-friendly, great fun place to hang out. And then Diamond Bear is like on the north side of Little Rock. Um, it's more of like a sporty atmosphere, I'd say. So it's a good spot to like watch a football game or something like that. But they once again also have uh, their small batch brewer their small batch brews and a great food selection. I had um, fried cheese curds there, which were really good. And then they have a strawberry lager that I thought was really good. Just really refreshing. Sounds very refreshing. Yeah. So we've talked about so many great things to do in and around Little Rock, but I want to get your thoughts on one more thing. And that's the outdoor activities in the area. Can you talk about a couple of your favorite outdoor experiences near Little Rock that visitors can check out? Yeah, so there's a state park that's only maybe 30 minutes from Little Rock called Pinnacle Mountain. And this is a really great spot for hiking. They, the most notable hike in the park is to hike up to Pinnacle Mountain. Um, it's a strenuous hike to get up there, but there's actually two ways you can go. You can kind of take an easier side or a little bit harder that involves some more rock scrambling. But if you take the easier side, then most visitors can make it with like, you know, lots of breaks, lots of water and like proper hiking shoes. But it's, and it's definitely worth it at the top because you get an amazing view of the river and just like 360 views of the surrounding area. So it's an absolutely beautiful hike to do really close to Little Rock. Um, Another outdoor activity that's like in Little Rock, but on the north side is the old mill. The mill was actually in the opening scene of Gone with the Wind and visitors can see the mill. It's basically, a, it's not like actually from the 1800s, it's a recreation, but it looks just like it. So it's a beautiful mill and there's beautiful landscaping around it. It's a really popular spot for photography um, and it was just a really beautiful spot to like check out for a few hours or really less. I guess you can see it pretty quickly. Um, and then one more, if visitors want to take a day trip from Little Rock, my absolutely, my favorite spot in all of Arkansas probably is Petite Jean State Park. It's just an hour away from Little Rock and you can, there's lots of really wonderful hikes there and overlooks. So there's caves, there's a huge waterfall and there's really nice views of, because it's like up on a mountain. So there's amazing views of river and valley down below. So it's a beautiful place for a day trip. Very cool. Now, I found your blog about Little Rock on your website, lostwithlydia.com. Tell me about your story, how Lost With Lydia came to be, and what listeners can find if they visit your website. Yeah, so I started my blog, Lost With Lydia, in 2020 when I was furloughed due to the pandemic. 
it started out, I was living in Dallas at the time. So it was all local travel, mostly around Texas, but also Oklahoma and Arkansas. Um, travel that mostly outdoor destinations that you could visit um, during the pandemic. And it's kind of expanded on to be U.S. national park guides, state park guides, and cities um, all around the United States. So I'm currently a digital nomad traveling around the United States. And I really like to focus on sort of like off the beaten path destinations. And so that's what a visitor to my website would find. Um, you know, I really like finding what's beautiful about a place that would be a little bit unexpected because I feel like Little Rock is not the top like travel destination on a lot of people's minds, but it's really a city worth visiting. So I like to kind of cover places like that. Awesome. And if we want to give you a follow uh, on social media, where can we go to follow your travel adventures? Yeah, so my handle is just Lost with Lydia on everything. I'm most active on Instagram, but I'm also on TikTok and Pinterest and Facebook. Uh, Lydia, I have one final question for you. Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast designed for students of travel. So I want to ask you, are you somebody who considers yourself to be a student of travel? And if so, can you share some lessons that you've learned along your travel journeys? Yeah, I think I would definitely consider myself a student of travel. Like that's one of my biggest goals in traveling is to keep an open mind and learn about different places as much and different people and um, as much as I can. One of the biggest lessons I would say I've learned from travel lately is that you don't have to travel across the world to find beauty and to find something new. I think that there's like a lot to be said about exploring your own backyard. Um since I, li- I lived in Texas for years, but it wasn't until the pandemic that I started like traveling around Texas and Arkansas more. And I really have just been like blown away with all the incredible things to do in those states. And, you know, before the pandemic, I kind of like always wanted to go to Europe or Asia. And those are absolutely incredible. But, you know, you don't have to fly across the world to find something new and find something beautiful. So I want to like I've really learned that. Uh, there's something really to be said about exploring your own backyard. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think a lot of times people have these glamorous ideas of what travel is. And, you know, there's so much that, as you said, can be explored in your backyard, just maybe a state over or a county over or just even the next town over. So I totally, totally agree. Uh, Lydia, thank you so much for, you know, coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge about Little Rock. I really enjoyed learning about the city. Thank you so much. Um, This was fun. Thanks for having me. A big DBE thank you to Lydia and listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's show. Lost with Lydia is a great resource for travelers. So be sure to visit lostwithlydia.com to read more of Lydia's work. And don't forget that a link to Lydia's article about Little Rock is included in the show notes for this episode. If you want to stay connected to Lost with Lydia, you can give her a follow on social media. I've included her social media pages in the show notes as well. Wherever you are listening to Destinations Beyond Expectations, thank you so much. Go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button and tell a friend. If you want to hear me talk about more destinations, then I invite you to subscribe to a YouTube channel called Group Travel Odyssey, where I go live every Thursday with a couple of colleagues in the travel industry to talk about particular destinations and how groups can experience them during a visit. Well, that's all I've got for this week. Thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon.